Welcome to the King's Chapel Alaska podcast. From wherever you are listening, we are so excited that you tuned in today. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's Word. This is becoming one of my favorite services all year. Good morning. Welcome to those online and all of you here. Luke 17, find verse 11. We'll read through verse 19. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off, lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Would you say that? Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. Verse 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned, and with a loud voice, what kind of a voice? A loud voice, glorify God, fell down on his face, at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Father, move in power on this Thanksgiving morning. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. I don't know if you ever heard this story about a man who um, was walking about, lost his way in, in the night, it was dark, and fell off a cliff. Well, in his fall, he was going through bushes and things like that and got a hold of a, a branch, you know. And he didn't know how far it was to the ground and, you know, it's dark. And so he yells out, is there anybody there that can help me? And somebody yelled back, let go of the branch. He's like, no. Well, he held on with all his might, was able to kind of crawl up on it, throw his leg over it, and eventually sunlight started coming around. And when he could finally see, he realized he was about two feet from the ground. If that don't tie that into this message, just enjoy that, okay? Let's look at this text. There's this group of uh, unclean people called lepers, Hansen's disease. They were um, socially distanced because of their disease. In fact, when lepers had to walk around, when lepers walked around, uh, they had to yell, unclean, unclean, so that people would stay at a distance because it was very contagious. And there was no uh, remedy at that time except for the miracles of Jesus, of course. And so the lepers cry out, you know, have mercy on us, Jesus, have mercy. And, and Jesus does an interesting thing. He just says to them, go show yourselves to the priests. And, and so they go on their way. And, and the text says that they go on their way, they were cleansed. But one comes back, one in ten, comes back and, and says to Jesus, a Samaritan says, thank you. And when that happened, he is completely healed. He's made whole. The word there is sozo, but we'll look at it here in a moment. Jesus spoke a word to them, and he told them, he, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. It was a command, which is fascinating because in Luke 5, that's not what he does. He lays hands on Luke 5, which is also miraculous because you're not supposed to touch a leper because you could get the disease. 
Faith comes when they hear the word from God. God will give you a word and he'll speak to you. And when he does, that'll release faith. If you'll understand it's from the Lord and you'll understand how faith comes. Faith comes by hearing, says the book of Romans, and hearing by the word of the Lord. That's why you should get in the word every day. Why? Because you need faith. What's faith? Hebrews 11, confident assurance of what you cannot see. So God has a plan for you. God has a plan for us. God has a plan for the United States of America. God has a plan for every single human being, but that plan is not accessed if you don't have faith. And when you read God's word, you see it, it'll come alive to you, and that is the basis by which you move forward. It's the basis by which you move forward. So hearing's really important. But not just hearing, hearing correctly. Can you imagine if the lepers are far off and Jesus says, go show yourself to the priest. And they thought, go, go what? Go, go, go bake myself a cake? What? Go, go do what? What did he say? You see, if you don't hear correctly, then your faith isn't based on really what God's word says. That's why it's so important to study the word. It's so important to know the word. It's so important to, to, um, to hear God's word correctly preached. And, and it's so important to hear godly counsel. Hearing God's word, hearing God's godly counsel releases faith. It's crucial. And so Jesus didn't touch them. He gave them a command. And you'll see, all, you can do a study on the different ways that Jesus healed. And this is one of the ways he gives a command. But the key to this is that they obeyed. They didn't just, you know, go show yourself to the priest. Okay, Jesus. Now, listen, go do a study on where they're at. Because the temple is not like around the corner. So here's some lepers. And I imagine they're missing some body parts, hence leprosy. So Jesus says to them, go show yourself to the priest. The priests were like the, I don't know, uh, uh, inspector, uh, health inspector. Priests were the ones who would look to make sure that you were healed. The priest was at the temple. It is a long journey. And you'd think that like, well, maybe he meant that spiritually. Maybe, maybe he didn't really mean for me to actually go because he, he must know that I don't have a foot. He must know that my leg's not working so good. And look at you, Bubba. You're missing many body parts. How are you going to make it? You know, God will speak to us, and there's oftentimes obstacles to fulfill the miracle. And, and many people are like, well, he couldn't have meant hike all that way because I am a leper. I mean, how am I supposed to do that? He knows I'm missing toes, fingers, and stuff. He knows that, but obedience is the key to releasing miracles, and there's going to be obstacles. There's, that's inconvenient. No kidding. Said, there's a, there's a, a lie to say the miracles are just instantaneous. Now listen, there are instantaneous miracles, but many times you got to fight like for five years to finish the building. Many times God will say, go do something, and then you're just hit with opposition, hit with Clovis, come on, hit with all, that COVID-19, it's my, okay, you're hit with obstacles on your way, and it's overcoming those obstacles. If you don't know what God said, when you hit the obstacle, never 
doubt in the dark what God spoke to you in the light. God said, go show yourself to the priest. The Messiah said it. I'm on my way. Yeah, it's difficult. I'm dragging it. What's that behind you? I'm not quite sure, but I'm going to go show myself because God said. And there's a release of miracle power, and it says that they're cleansed. Faith is always expressed through action. Faith is action. We were just hearing James. James talks about that. Without, without works, faith is dead. And you're not saved by works. But when you are saved, when you have faith, you will do them. Reminds me of the story of Naaman, who's also a leper in the second Kings chapter five of verse eleven. He had to obey the the, the prophet. Why don't you turn there? Second Kings five, verse eleven. And Naaman went away angry. He thought that he would surely come out and stand and call on the name of the Lord as God and take his jacket off and like hit me with it. Obviously, you guys haven't seen that video. He'd wave his hand over me and would be instantly healed. And that's not what he did. He didn't even answer the door. He sent his servant, and he told me to go dip seven times in that nasty Jordan. Why can't I, you know, and you go read through this text. He's totally offended. I've found many times God asks you to do something, and you have a presupposition about how it's supposed to work out. And I had a dream and a vision, and the fish went up and did a triple gainer and land back down. And I, I just know that that's what's. What do you what, seriously? When did you become God? I have a problem with someone who thinks they're God, but they forgot. We have challenges over and over and over and over, and many times God offends our our minds to reveal our heart. And in doing that, if you'll learn to just obey. And I love Naaman because he eventually obeyed. And I love, I love the soldier. Well, let me know his name. He said, hey, hey, listen, listen. If he told you to do some great thing, wouldn't you have done it? Yeah. He said, well, get, get dipping. And he becomes the big dipper. Amen. And he's totally healed. He gets totally healed. But this Thanksgiving, this Samaritan does something that all the other, the other nine don't do. Say, so what's that? He returns and he praises and he thanks God. You know, this morning you're, you're, you're here at a Thanksgiving service at 7 a.m. in the morning. There's 100 people here. I just feel sometimes like we're Samaritans, you know. It's a good, it's a good thing that we would come and, I mean, listen, I, I had four hours of sleep, okay. But I will tell you, there's no place I'd rather be right now than right here because I was lost and broken and bound and messed up. Come on, God saved me and healed me. And, you know, something happens when you respond and, and, you, and you thank him. It's a, picture, it's a picture of saving faith right there. The, the, the Samaritan comes back, and the word is used. It's used 106 times in the New Testament. It's the Greek word sozo. And it's a picture of salvation, but it's more than salvation. It's salvation. In other words, having all of your sins forgiven because of the blood of Jesus, but it's more than that. It's having all of your diseases healed. It's having all of your, 
your mental anguish and your broken heart healed. It's having your money healed. It's having, it's truly a picture of being completely whole. Not just healed of a disease, but completely whole. And I'm telling you that when the this Samaritan came back, he says, you were made whole. You see that with me? Did you, did you see that? I think it's verse... Returned with a loud voice, he fell down on his feet, fell down on his face. Verse 16, giving thanks, he was a Samaritan. And Jesus says, we're all not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? He said, verse 19, go your way, your faith has made you well. Now that word right there, made you well, is a picture that if you were missing your toes, you got your toes back. If you're missing your fingers, you got your fingers back. If your acole had fallen off, you got your acole back, and some of you don't know what that is, so it's good. You're like, what's that? Go look it up on a Hawaiian dictionary. If something, fa- <laughs> if you're missing something, that's not a curse word, is it? Is it? No, okay, praise God. If you're missing something in your life, if you learn to be someone that thanks and praises God, no matter what you're going through, he will bring sozo. He will bring healing, miracle, power, and make you whole. It is an aspect of thanking and praising and worshiping God. 106 times. 86 times it means saved or saved. So I think actually he got saved also, like sins forgiven, saved. Thanksgiving, giving thanks, releases salvation. Giving thanks releases the wholeness of the kingdom of God. Salvation comes when we recognize what Jesus has done for us. We acknowledge that in our heart and we confess with our mouth. And our response to the awareness of his death and his resurrection is to say, thank you. And then the reasonable act of service. Turn, turn to Romans 12, keys, please. Romans 12. On this Thanksgiving morning. Romans 12 says, It's your reasonable act of service. I beseech you, therefore, verse 1, brothers, brethren, sistren, it doesn't say sistren, that's kind of a joke, like brethren. Okay. By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. The word service is the Greek word lorteo, which is also the same word for worship. And when you release, realize what he's done, then you're just like, your response, our response, the reasonable thing to do when you realize that he died on a cross and rose again from the grave and he's made you whole is to say, oh, I'm yours. Oh, whatever you want to do. I just thank you. Thank you. I worship you. What do you want me to do? How big a building you want to do? Seriously? Well, we're going to have to overcome some obstacles on the way to Jerusalem to... to you're going to have to overcome obstacles. And if you'll learn to give thanks and to be a... Come on, worship is more than something that's on a screen. It's that which comes from your heart. It's a reasonable thing. 
You work 40 hours, it's reasonable that you would get paid for 40 hours, correct? When you realize what Jesus has done, you know what the reasonable thing is? Be a living sacrifice the entire rest of your life, not grumbling, not murmuring, but giving thanks. Did you get something from the Lord? Come on, stand up on your feet. Come on, let's sing it again. Minister Micah, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Just want to thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you, Lord. You know what? I, I can't help but I'm reading a Samaritan, which is making a, quite a statement. It's not a, not, not, not a Jew, Samaritan, someone who didn't have faith like Jews should have had. It's a real rebuke to, to the, the people of Judaism. It's a real rebuke to Israel. And for us in application today, it's a rebuke to the church. It is saying, my God, you have everything. Quit grumbling, quit complaining, you know, from last night's message releasing the destroyer, and start giving thanks and living as, as uh, someone who's been made whole. And it's a picture also of drawing close to God. You know, it's up to you whether you draw close to God or not. Nobody can do that for you. You decided to get your carcass out of bed this morning. Come on. Thank God for coffee. Hallelujah. You decided, no, I'm, I'm, I know some of you are just snapping up and it wasn't much of a sacrifice, but for others of you, are like, okay, God, you're going to help me, right? And you got here. Do you know the Lord sees that and he's pleased with it? I know you might've come so you could see your girl and that's okay. <laughs> We're to draw close to the Lord. I think there's maybe a couple people that that would fit in that category. You want to go to prayer? Okay. <laughs> Pastor Karen and I, we just couldn't wait to go to church so we could hold hands and pray. Oh, and hey. Let's greet one another. Can we greet again? Come on. I just want to thank you, Lord. Come on, sing it to him all across this place. made whole what do you think he did I, I don't think I don't think he just hung out no really because if you think about what, what are what are 10 lepers doing anyway they were totally ostracized from society social distance 10 of them they were like a little family 
very possibly. Now, we don't know because it doesn't say, but they spent time with each other. They had Thanksgiving together. There was no Thanksgiving. I understand that. All right, they celebrated Hanukkah, all right? What's your problem? They, they, they did stuff together. Why? Because you can't do things with other people that don't have Hansen's disease. You can't do things with other non-leprous people. And I think that they were, I think they were a little bit of a crew. I think they were a little bit of a family. So the one guy runs back and gets totally healed. You know what, you know what I think he did? Now, I don't know the distance. Because as they're going to Jerusalem, as they're obeying, going through the obstacles, the long journey, their body parts are falling off, and they're trying to make it back to Jerusalem to see the, the priest at the command of the Messiah. At some point, they're, at some point they realize they don't have the disease anymore. So maybe it's halfway. We don't know, okay? But, but the guy's like, oh, I'm going back. I've got to say thanks. And he runs back, and everybody continues to go on. Or maybe he went to the priest, and they got completely healed, and then he ran all the way back. And then he got his body parts back. He was made holy, got salvation. I mean, it's hard to say exactly what happened. After he saw, met Jesus, and Jesus said, your faith has made you well. Your faith has made you sozo. You're, you're saved. You're healed. He got all your body parts. You know what I think he did? I think he ran to his buddies. A cole intact. Everything intact. Running up to his buddies and said, oh, oh, that guy. You need to go worship him because if you do, check it, check it. Check it out. Check it out. I'm healed. Whoa! You not only don't have the skin disease, you got your, you got it all back. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, because of what Jesus has done for you, you go and tell everybody at some point around the table today, at some point in front of the pecan pie, at some point when you're pouring the gravy over the spuds, that you give praise. How many of you know what a spud is? Potatoes, mashed potatoes. Whatever you're eating and celebrating, you come in contact with people, you be sure to tell them who healed you. Come on, one more time. Thank you. Thank you. I know some leprous people. I see them all around. I want to pray for the harvest. Let's pray for people to get saved. Would you? Let's lift our voice and pray. Pastor Kirsten, would you kindly lead us in prayer? Come on, probably if you got family members, you know someone. I know lots of people that don't know Jesus. Let's pray for people to come to Christ. Come on. Amen. Lord, we contend this morning for our family and friends, asking you, God, that today that you would bring about a turnaround in their life. Today is the day of salvation, as your word declares. Now is the time of salvation. I pray on this Thanksgiving day that there would be a revelation of your goodness and your kindness. Not that you would bring about a, a silence of every lie that our friends and family are believing in. That today, as they go about their holiday, that they would have a moment, a moment as the prodigal son did, by which there was an awakening. His senses came back to him. 
and he turned around and headed back to his father's house. Lord, let that come about in the lives of our family and friends today. Let there be an awakening. Let there be a moment where the hurts and the offenses and the disbeliefs are silent. We command every lie of the devil to be silent today, that they would hear the word of the Lord, that they would hear your spirit drawing them. And we speak to the north and the south and the east and the west today to give them up. Give them up. Do not hold them back. Let them come forth today, those that belong to the kingdom of God, those we've been contending for and warring over. Bring about salvation today, we pray, in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. I want Minister Bowery to come and lead us in prayer. Here's what we want to pray for. We want to pray that that the, the nine... Come on, our family. You see the ten is like a family. Is how I see them. That our, not only our families would come to Christ, but that our families would be made whole and healed. There's so many people that are broken, so many people hurting, so many people grieving. Come on, let's pray that God would raise up the one. He'd raise up workers. He'd raise up people to go and, and, and go. Leaders, laborers. Come on, let's pray for laborers. Pray for healing. Father, we thank you. Your word declares that the harvest is ready to be reaped. So, Lord, we're declaring this morning that, Lord, you're raising up laborers, Lord. You're raising up people, God. You're raising up those that will tell of the goodness of the Lord and give thanks to the Lord for the salvation that he has brought to them. The Lord, our families will be reached all across this nation, Lord, all around the world, wherever our families are today, Lord. If they're away from you, if they're a prodigal son or daughter, Lord, if they're lost in their sin or they're being blinded by the enemy, that, Lord, you would send someone today. You would send someone today, Lord God to testify and witness to them of the goodness of the Lord so that, Father, our families will be restored, so that, Lord, our families will be made whole. That's what you came for, Jesus. You came to bring restoration and healing. You came to knit the hearts of the fathers back to their children and their children back to their fathers and mothers. So, Lord, we stand upon the truth of your word today. We stand upon the promises of your word, and we claim every one of them that our families will be saved. Our families will be made whole. Not one member of our family will be lost, but we will rejoice around the throne together forever, Lord. And we thank you, Jesus, in your name. Hallelujah. We pray and ask for our daily bread. Come on, pray for provision, God. We pray for provision today. Give us this day our daily bread. Supernatural provision in the name of Jesus. Open up windows of heaven and pour out such a blessing not have room enough to receive it. We declare and proclaim our building project paid for in Jesus' name. We declare and proclaim eradication of debt. Come on, how many need breakthrough financially? We pray for breakthrough financially, God. We're givers, we're tithers, we pray. Throw open the floodgates, God, in Jesus' name. Release provision. And even we know that Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. That leper heard the word and responded. God, I pray, release the word of the Lord over our lives, over circumstances and situations, that we would rightly divide the word, that we would give ourselves to understanding the deep things and theological truths, so that we could become more like you so that we could fulfill the purpose and plan that you've called us even heavenward. We thank you. Release revelation, God. Give us a heart that's open to receive from you, to 
hear your voice in the name of Jesus. Give us provision, God, from your word in Jesus' name. If you need healing in your body, you know, you can't read this and realize, man, God wants to heal my body too. If you need healing in your body, you want hands laid on you in the closing moments. You want hands laid on you, just come to the front. If you're like, no thanks, I'm going to be right where I'm at. Then you stay right there and just receive. But if you want, if it's okay and you want prayer, come all the way up front. We're going to lay hands on you, pastors, ministers. Would you come? And we're going to lay hands on these. And if you're in, if you're online, and, and there's many people online, you're online right now. And for those that are coming now, we agree. Go ahead, team, pray for them. In Jesus' name, we command sickness, infirmity, and disease. Pastor Vince, lead us in prayer for healing. Father, we just thank you that healing is the children's bread. And we partake of it this morning, Lord, in every day of our lives, God, that we walk in healing. Truly, you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You're Jehovah Rapha. You're the God that heals us, Lord. And we thank you this morning for healing, Lord. Your word says even that we will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It's throughout your word, God, that you're a healer, God. And we just thank you, Lord, that we walk in healing. We walk in health. Your will is that we prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prospers, God. We commit to prospering today, God. We will not put up with the AIDS pains and all kind of things, Lord, that don't even have names. Hallelujah, but we'll walk in healing. We'll be healed and made whole. In the fastest name of Jesus this morning, we are us from evil today. Deliver us from temptation. Come on, go ahead and sing it. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. He healed my body. He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Oh, I know the praise is Every head bowed, every eye closed.
If you're doing something, stop doing it and listen. Most important part of the message. If you're not right with God, do not leave this place in that condition. Sozo, salvation is for you. We're all like lepers. We've all like sheep gone astray. Each of us gone to our own way. Yet the chastisement that brought us peace was put upon him and by his stripes were healed. He was pierced for our transgressions and wounded for our iniquity. That's Isaiah 53, 700 years before Jesus ever came. Jesus came, the Messiah. And he calls to you by name. He tells you how much he loves you. He's got an amazing plan, but you have to agree. You have to repent. You have to receive the gift that he purchased for you and me. How do you do that? By faith. You say, that's me. I've never given my life to Jesus. You're online. You're here. Or maybe you have given your life to Christ. You used to live for him, but you're not living for him now. Won't you give your life to Jesus for the first time or make a recommitment? If that's you, pray this prayer with me right out loud. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place, to rise again from the grave for me. Forgive me of all of my sin. Wash me, cleanse me, and make me new. Thank you for loving me. And thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. With hearts lifted, hands lifted before the Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would fill and touch and heal and bless each and every person here. And those listening online, would you like, comment, and share and get this out to people? Because we need to be a people that are thankful. A people that are moved by your word and by faith. Releasing healing in America. God, intervene in America today, we pray. Fill your people, touch the church, set it on fire, pulpits across the land. God, that we would invade the culture and see an incredible turnaround. Now bless your people on this day. Cause your face to shine upon us. Lift up your countenance towards us. Be gracious to us and give us peace. In Jesus' name, last scripture, Nehemiah 8, verse 10. And Nehemiah said, go and celebrate with a feast and rich foods, and sweet drinks, and share gifts of food to the people, (laughs) and have a wonderful, this is my part, I'm adding this now, have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving as we celebrate all those years ago when they came for religious freedom. They celebrated the Thanksgiving. They made it through winter. God is going to bring you through another winter. And we celebrate this great nation and all the good things that the Lord has done. We love you. God bless you. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.